Here we go. We're going to make this happen in three, two, one. Friday, the 13th of November, 2020. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's me. It's Dr. Goose. Back on the line with my first true love, Mr. Fermi. How are you? Good, buddy. Say it ain't so. First true love. I'll take that compliment. Well, did you listen to the Grombo podcast? I did. I loved it. I thought Grombo did a good job. He had a couple hot takes. He's some, a, that, that, some that Stein would love, I'm sure. Yeah, Grom is certainly, uh, he is not afraid to give his opinion one way or the other. And so um, he was consistent throughout, and it was a good conversation. What would you think of his picks? Penn State minus three, the Boston College, Arkansas, teaser, 20 and 24, respectively, and then Miami Moneyline. What do you think? So I like the PSU pick. I, I actually do think they cover this week. They got to they gotta win. I mean, and Nebraska's really in the same boat, but I do, I like the PSU pick. Arkansas, you know, I'm a Gator fan, so I, it's hard for me to endorse that one, but I like the, I like his logic. BC plus 20, I guess he got with the tease action. I think Notre Dame, I, I don't know that they come out flat. I do agree it's, it's a letdown game, but, um, I think they, they, I think they put up some points, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. And the Miami VT game is a tough call. Miami's D looked a lot worse than I thought they were when they played NC State. Um, but I, I do agree, De'Ara King, is he's a monster. I looked at your picks this week. I almost feel like you're trying to win my love back. You have two overs and a two-unit Sunbelt game, but, but even one of the overs you and I are both on because... I kept looking into that that Miami VT game today. I can't go to the well a third time. Something feels off. It's the it's been the same over three three geez and crackers three weeks in a row. 67, yeah. 67 and a half. Can't do it. Just don't want any parts of it. Was gonna try to get cute and go, was gonna take Louisville Virginia over. Was looking at it. Something so just was I. Thanks. So was I. I, I was looking at that. I, we could talk about that game. It just doesn't seem right. But I don't think you're going to say anything. Uh, you're, let me rephrase that. I'm not going to say anything better than you are. So please tell everyone why we're on North Carolina Wake Forest over. So let me throw two stats at you. Actually, three. So the last four times these two teams have played. By the way, the line is 66 and a half. That's what I got it at. I got it at 67, but that's okay. Okay. So... The last four times they have played, they have hit the over all four times, which is a good sign, first of all. Secondly, UNC is averaging 45 themselves at home this year. And their offense, we know what their offense can do. Sam Howe is a stud. He has all his weapons back from last year. They're really good offensively. And I said two weeks ago on the pod that their defense is what's been holding them back, which is a good sign. And Wake is sneak they're they're sneaky man they won their last four hartman's looking good i i think wake puts at least 20 on the board i was gonna say 24 at least yeah i i like that and i know unc is gonna put up some numbers so i think this could be i honestly think this could be a third quarter over this this could be in the 90s i love it i love it I had that over last night after talking with Grom. I took that Boise State, Colorado State over. Oh, my God. Two blocked touchdowns for, for TDs, a blocked field goal for a TD. I went to I went to bed at halftime. It was 
like 42 to 7 i'm like well if they don't get two touchdowns it's done and then i was like "Ah, let me hang around and i was like looking at the scores and then all of a sudden five minutes into the third quarter boom overdone i'm like those feel good and and i feel the same way i feel like north carolina is going to push the pace it looks as though wake forest has kept somewhat of an up-tempo offense. Again, I, I know I've seen like one or two games where they've had small small scores, but if you look who they played against, kind of makes kind of made made sense for them to have that. So um, I like it. I soon I was looking all over. I just didn't want to be cute this week for me. I I was gonna take Texas Tech. I was gonna take them at home. They were like minus one. Now they're plus one and a half. Charlie Brewer has just ate them up the past couple years, and I just feel like. They're going to put up 38 points, Baylor, and I think yeah. tech, I think Tech's good for 21, and the over under is 58. I mean, it just it just screams to me over 38, 21, Baylor. I hate saying that because I think Tech has to win this game. I was talking with Grom about that. I believe. I hope they win. I'm going to cheer for them the whole way, but I legitimately believe Tech has to win this game because. They have to turn the corner a little bit with with the number of games that they're playing this season. And again, like we've talked about, everyone and their mother gets to go into the bowl games. So I think that they'll take a bowl game if they get accepted into one. But they have to at least put up four wins on the board, or it's going to be a really sour season, I think, for Matt Wells. And and I just don't like to see that because I, I like him, I like his character. So I'm pulling for the Red Raiders, and I think Charlie Brewer, if he if he gets time, which he most likely will in the pocket. He's going to tear that that tech secondary up. It's going to get ugly fast. That one could be over in the third quarter as well, too. Um, put, put him up on the board. My second one, I'm going to throw this in there, and then I'll throw it back to you. I'm going to take that over for Florida and Arkansas for me. You know, everyone keeps talking about Arkansas's quarterback, watching yep. Florida the past couple weeks, the way that they've been putting up points. Like, this is not the Florida of, like, three years ago that's low and slow and, like, doesn't really do a lot on offense and is lockstep lock in defense. I mean, this has the potential to, to be a high-scoring affair as well. What did you get it at? I agree with you. 60. Yeah. I got it at 60. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the only thing – so Arkansas' strength so far this year has been their defense, but I do think they're going to score on Florida. And this could easily be a shootout. Florida's offense is pretty potent. 30, 38-24 goes over. I mean, that's yeah. like that's what I'm thinking. And with the, with the spread, the where it is right now, it kind of makes sense to me. I'm just you know just throwing that yep. out there. Yep. So, so uh, that's my second pick. Uh, you're going with the over in the Notre Dame Boston College game. Poor qua for me. Yeah. So I like I said in the open, I really don't think this is going to be a letdown for Notre Dame. I think their offense comes out clicking. Um, I do think Boston College is going to be good for a couple big plays. Uh, they're, they've been they've been surprisingly good on offense for a team that has been so run heavy the last decade, really. Um, but Jerkovich, he's been he's been pretty good offensively. He's a transfer from Notre Dame. I think they'll have a couple big plays up their sleeve. I do think Notre Dame rolls in this game. I really do. But I still like the total being over forty nine and a half. So. I'm locking them in with with my second pick over 49 and a half for that game. You're not worried. Wasn't there some kind of uh, drama with the Boston College coach coming from Notre Dame and the quarterback or something something like that in, in that in that narrative? Definitely the quarterback. I don't know much about the the coach, but that is very possible. Um, and I think it's I don't know if it's a night game. I think it's an afternoon game, like a 3:30 game. Um, and it's definitely at BC the week after Notre Dame beats Clemson. So. 
the whole narrative is there for a letdown. I just, I don't see them coming out flat. Notre Dame has not been ranked second in the AP polls for a while, so they know this is their shot. And finally, you're going with Georgia Southern minus nine. I love nine and a half. I love it for me. I lo- I just don't want to take spreads, but man, this this seems like just atypical Georgia Southern low and slow twenty one uh, thirty one ten type game for them. Yeah, and dude, so I looked. This is a two unit play for me. This is one of my, this is my favorite like of the week. Woo! Let me throw you a couple stats. So Georgia Southern. Against the spread in their last seven games at home, against losing teams, they're six and one. Mm. And then, secondly, Texas State just their game plan is to run, they're a run heavy offense. They have three backs that can all pitch in, and they're they're good offensively running the ball. But I really think they're going to struggle against the the front of Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern averages one hundred one a game against the run, which is pretty low. And last week, they only gave up 34 yards in the ground to Troy. So I just think Georgia Southern's defense is going to be too tough. If they get up early, Texas State's going to try to move the ball in the air, and that's just not their their style. I think this could get out of hand early. I'm so and, mad at myself for not taking Georgia Southern last week. I really am. They were that was just dude, that was the play. You know, you know they're good. Yeah. Like Shy Works is legit. Yes, he's he is. a good quarterback. So. I this I really like Georgia Southern. This is my favorite play of the weekend. So we have Georgia Southern for two units for Fermi. He's also got over for Boston College and Notre Dame. And then he and I are both on Wake Forest, North Carolina, over 66.5 for Fermi. I got it at 67, but I actually had to buy a half point. Looks like it's going up. I'm also on that over for Texas Tech and Baylor. And I'm also on that over for Florida and Arkansas State. Three games tonight for me. Any insight? No, no picks necessary. So my, if I had to choose one tonight, it would be Florida Atlantic minus nine and a half at FIU. Both teams have really good defenses or really bad offenses. You can call it what you wish. They are slow. They are low scoring. But I really like last week. Javion Posey came in and he replaced. Um, I think it's Tonti. Uh, the quarterback for Florida Florida Atlantic. And in his series, he sparked the running game. I think he had 60 yards rushing. It let, it, let him on a, on a touchdown drive. I, I think with the quarterback change, I really like that they may be like 80% run and he has speed. So they're going to be doing a lot of run pass options, a lot of read options. And I, I like Florida Atlantic to cover tonight. Can't wait for the Cincinnati East uh, Carolina game to go over. I've been betting it for three weeks. It hasn't happened, and now it's going to happen. That'll figure. Are you on that? Are you on that? I'm not. I'm not. I'm just going to watch it. Uh, the, the missus and I are, are watching a movie here tonight. It's movie night. So we just got out from the fire. Really nice. Had some nachos, homemade nachos tonight. Just taking it easy for me. Cut the grass when I came home. Got Well, by cut the grass, I mean destroyed the leaves that fell off the tree, but that was about it, man. Uh, so I'll probably watch it on my phone a little bit, but uh, if I can't watch it in full, I just don't I don't feel like doing the uh, the half approach. I'm either all in or, or not this weekend, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass. Um, okay, let's go through best part best part of the podcast here, one of the favorite parts here. Vanderbilt, Kentucky, over under 42, minus 18.5. Any thoughts? I think Vandy covers. Their 17.5 is what I saw. They stay in games. Really tough to blow out Vandy. They've had, I think, two blowout losses, um, and they haven't had a win yet. So 
Um, but I, I do like Vandy to cover. I'll take 17 and a half. Y'all better be careful on that TCU West Virginia minus three. I'm telling you, uh, TCU with three and a half points, three, three points is not a bad look. I mean, they play Texas Tech tough. Uh, West Virginia is good. I understand it's at home, but uh, TCU is not to be messed with. Talked about, unless you have a thought on that for me, I'll move on. I don't. I don't. I'm fading that one. Wake Forest and North Carolina, we talked about. Miami, Virginia Tech, just a total fade for me. For me, It feels like a total trap to take to take Miami with two and a half points right now. I agree. I'm I'm completely fading. Derek King is just a stud. He's going to be the best athlete on the field, but I don't trust their defense. Michigan State, Indiana, Indiana minus seven, over under 52. Riding the Indiana train for me, or are we pulling up lame? I'm I'm not riding the train, man. They they have to be up let due for a letdown here soon. I just don't know what week it's coming, but I'm not going to get on that. If you're taking Marshall Middle Tennessee, I would take Marshall minus 24, uh, and it's over under is 56 and a half. Marshall could put that up themselves if they want to. It just depends how they're feeling. Army Tulane, uh, Tulane is minus three and a half, over under 46. Boy, Army's a sneaky six and one team for me, getting three and a half points. I know it's it's hard not to like them too because they're stu- you know the, op- the option is tough to defend and we've talked about that before so I I would take the points in this one but I don't know that I'm going to play it. Talked about Penn State and Nebraska. I will not put my money on either of those two teams the rest of the season. Liberty West Carolina, nothing to talk about there. Fermi Illinois, only one of them, not Illinois. Illinois against Rutgers, getting six at Rutgers over under fifty one. You taking the points, or are you thinking about maybe an over there for me? I'm taking, I'm taking the over, man. I, I think that could be a shootout. I think Illinois is able to put up some points. Their defense hasn't really showed up like I anticipated. So, um, and Rutgers has proven they can score. So I like the over there. Tough game for South Alabama going to Louisiana, uh, getting fifteen and a half points. Over unders fifty three and a half. Playing Coastal Carolina the way that they did and keeping that thing tight. Um, this would be the week that I would take Louisiana. I think Louisiana plays big. I think that they they know that it's going to get tight towards the end of the year because they're going to have that matchup with App State. Um, There's only one way to go for this for me, and that is Louisiana because App State is playing Coastal Carolina. I think it's in next week or two weeks. And then they're they're hoping that Coastal and Liberty are both undefeated uh, because I heard uh, the Bear talking about how game day should go down to Myrtle Beach, which I think would be pretty cool. Fresno State, Utah State, over under 54.5, minus 10. I think that's going to be a pass for both of us. They fired Anderson, so I don't know what's going on there. App State, minus 17 at home against Georgia State, over under 62.5. Boy, I could just see App State getting up big. It would be hard for them not to – their pass D is good. Their run D is real good for Appalachian State. Georgia State's going to have to pass. They do have the weapons to do it. It's over or nothing for me on that one. Um, I agree. I'm with you there. I actually looked at that game a little bit. UTEP, UTSA, over under 45.5, uh, 6.5 UTSA. I know Fermi's going to pass. Talked about Boston College, Notre Dame. Talked about Georgia Southern, Texas State. Houston, South Florida. Who over under 57.5. Houston, minus 14. Man, that's Just it. To- fill it up they can fill it up man they, they can put up some points so south florida can put up points with consistency no but they definitely have some athletes on that team that can run the field so uh, i don't think houston's d is is that good 
And so if there was, I would take that total for sure. I've got nothing on uh, USC, Arizona, USC minus 14.5, over under 68. Anything on that for me? No, not for me. I'm on the Louisville-Virginia game, though. I have. Okay. We talked a little bit. Go yeah, ahead. We're, we're going. I was so wrong. Colorado, oh, my God. Talk about not taking an over on that one. I took that teaser. I teased you UCLA down. I didn't even know who were scoring points for Colorado against Stanford, getting nine points over under 54.5. Any thoughts for me? They can run the ball. I don't know if last week is indicative of what they're going to do the entire year, but they ran for 264 on the ground. Uh, I think they can run against Stanford. So I would probably take plus eight and a half here. Um, I think that's the line currently. Nine. Uh, yeah, nine. I would take the points and, and bank on Colorado. Because Stanford, you know the style they play. They're slow and steady usually as well. And if, if Colorado is successful running, um, I don't know that Stanford's going to win by more than two scores. Western Kentucky, one of your. By the way, I forgot to mention. I said it yesterday, but man, you're, you've gone two and one. What three out of four weeks in, in a row here? I think three in a row. Yeah. I mean, just Fine. just yeah. building that bankroll back up. Western Kentucky minus seven and a half over under forty five and a half. Fermi, you going to hit that under well again? No, I'm not going back to the well there. I'm going to pass. Virginia Louisville. Why are we not taking sixty six and a half on the over, Fermi? So I looked, I looked long and hard about this game. I, I fear that Virginia's defense could actually keep this under. Um, I don't feel that strongly. So if I had to pick a fourth game, this probably would have been the over that I took. Um, I just I think Virginia's defense is able to slow it down and stop Louisville. And I, I hope I'm not wrong there because um, I still may throw it in parlay. Hawaii, San Diego State, over under 53, minus 10.5. I hate to say this, but if there was a play, it'd be the under in that game. San Diego State's D is for real. Uh, Baylor, Texas Tech, I now see the over-unders at 56. I'm two points behind, and all I did was bet it no less than an hour and 10 minutes ago. I don't know what's happening in this one, people. I'm still staking the over. I'm just not as happy that I didn't get uh, the two additional points because 57 would be a nice line. 56 is obviously even better. Northwestern, Purdue. Northwestern 3 and 0 on the road is a road favorite minus 3 over under uh 50 and a half Fermi any thoughts I would take the points here give me Purdue I I do not think Northwestern's for real I know their defense is for real I just don't know that they're a complete team I I think Purdue can put up some points on them That Nevada New Mexico game would be over 62 all day for me at 6:30 at night getting into the late night slate here primetime games Arkansas Florida any additional thoughts on that game Fermi no, I mean, I, I will probably bet Florida as a homer, but if Kyle Pitts does not play, I do not like Florida in this game. That's something you got to watch up to game time. Oregon, Washington State, the Ducks getting, oh, excuse me, given 10, over under 58. Boy, in the old days, seeing a 58 for an Oregon over, you that's like an automatic for me. Especially against Washington State. But I don't know if that's true. I think Washington State runs the ball a lot more without Leach. Um, they have Rolovich, who is who installed the same offense that he had at Hawaii. Well, that's they they sling it then. But I, I dude, they ran for one forty. Their starting running back last week had one hundred forty seven. So I, I don't know what to believe there. Um, I probably need to see a little bit more before I throw some money on it. Yeah, let's see. Let's see how the day goes before we tap into that one. SMU Tulsa, SMU minus one over under sixty four and a half. Boy, I know everyone wants to take that over, but Tulsa's pretty tough for me 
So I, I looked at this game, too. I really wanted to jump on SMU and the over in this one. And the more I read about T- about Tulsa, the more I was like, I better just pump the brakes a little bit. So I if I have a successful afternoon, I will definitely jump on this game, probably by taking the over. I do like SMU in this one. Florida State, NC State, another total that has my interest. 59.5, NC State minus 10.5. Boy, Fermi, when Florida State gets going, they're good, but they just have not got going very often. I know. Their their quarterback, I like their quarterback a lot, man. He's very versatile. And I, we watched De'Eric King just chew up NC State last week. I think it was on Friday night. Thursday or Friday, I think it was Friday. And so I, it gives me hope that Florida State can cover. If it stays at 10.5, it's going to be hard not to take that hook. Temple UCF over under 76. Good God, minus 26 for UCF. Only play that there is is over, and I don't even know if I'd touch it for me. I said 76, man. I, I told you two weeks ago UCF's good for 50 a week. The question is, can Temple score 27? I don't, I don't even, know. I have no idea with their, with their COVID outbreaks. I have no idea or who's hurt or who's back in. I got to pass. Wisconsin, Michigan, oh my God. Wisconsin minus 4.5, over under 53.5. In the big house, Fermi, are you taking Michigan with four and a half? Uh, no, I would take Wisconsin if I take anything here. But how are they on COVID? I know they were battling some. some yeah, they're one. They're one and zero. They've been battling, but I mean, Wisconsin does not move the ball very fast. So I would not take that over. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably going to fade that unless I know their quarterback's playing. He looked really good in the first week. Two and four, Ole Miss and South Carolina. Well, oh, over under 70, 71. Ole Miss minus eleven and a half. Is this just an? Is this a lane train special to put up points for me? What's going on in this one? So I again, dude, I'm taking points. If I do anything, I think South Carolina can keep it close. UNLV San Jose State. Careful on that. Those UNLV running rebels. This this one might be a late night over. Um, I, I watched them against Nevada, and they can move the ball. I think that they're starting to get in a little bit of rhythm here. San Jose State. Same thing. I mean, once they get once they get that offense humming, it's hard to stop. Specifically in the Mountain West. I mean, obviously they're not playing anyone of any serious stature, but three and zero. I don't know. Might 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 be a serious look here. It's already up to fifty nine and a half. That thing hits anything above sixty one, I'd pause. But I might do that for the late night games. Uh, Oregon State, Washington. Man, I wish I would have taken that Oregon State over last week. Fifty two and a half. Washington minus fourteen. Oregon State with a game under their belt for me. What do you think? I'm going to fade this one. I, I just don't have a good sense here. Um, I, it's probably best I fade. Man, that's and that's the full slate for me. We, there was nine games that were postponed. I know. I was bummed about that. And Coastal was today. They announced it today. So I was. I want them to play their whole season, man. They're fun to watch, and I love those non-power fives just running the table. So, what's your favorite? Rank your top four teams right now that you would look to get into a bowl game and a matchup that you'd like to see. So a non-power, non, non-power five against a power five team. So I want, I really want Cincy. Um, they're going to play a power five opponent. I would love for Cincy to somehow sneak in the playoff. I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, but they would be the outsider that I would love to see in the, in the playoff. Um, really interested in Coastal like we just talked about. Um, outside of that, I'm trying to think other... BYU? BYU yeah, BYU for sure. 
they would probably be the three non-power fives that I want them paired against, you know, top competition to just see how they fare. I think they could all give, a, give them a run. I really do. I would definitely like to see Cincinnati with you from cheering for them for a while. I think they're fun to watch. Coastal is another one. Obviously, everyone's going to jump on that bandwagon. And I would like to see a Mountain West team sneak in that's not just Boise State. Like, I would like to see a shocker. Like, a San Jose State goes undefeated this year on their side, and then they, you know, they they beat Boise State. I mean, it, it, it most likely will not happen, but that would be... It's just cool to see new teams in there, and I think if there's an opportunity to kind of put a spotlight on teams, now's the time. There's been talks about moving back to college football playoffs. Fermi, cases are rising across the country. What do you think? Uh, I know, and it's even getting worse for college basketball. I'm hearing that some of the conferences aren't even going to play winter sports, Ivy being one of them. I think they're already shutting it down. Um, I'm hoping for sure that the playoffs happen. I hope it doesn't impact college basketball. That would really upset me. Any games you're looking at for NFL this week? So the one the one that I would turn to immediately is the over on the Bucks at Panthers. Really? I really like I love it. Fifty and a half is where it's at right now. Why? Oh, the the Panthers can put up points, man. And Brady is due for a bounce back. I mean, his his last game was awful. He doesn't really do that twice in a row. And before that, he had like two hundred and fifty yards, two touchdowns. Um, he's going to put up some big numbers. I've been on the Panthers overs all year, and they've treated me well. So I'm going to go back to the well. Do you believe James Franklin should be fired if he loses this game this week? They won't do it immediately, but I would not have an argument for not getting rid of him at the end of the year. Is there anyone uh, else on the hot seat in your opinion? Harbaugh has to be, man. You can't you can't go to Michigan and not win. It's just unacceptable for for that prestigious, you know, university. Like the the stakes are too high there. Do you think there's any mobility of any college coach right now? that's having a successful season or could have a successful season that would maybe jump to the NFL? Oh, I don't, I mean, it would be somebody young. So like I could see, um, who since he's coach, I mean, he's only been there like two years and he came from Florida state. Luke fickle, Luke fickle. I could easily see fickle trying to take a job in the NFL in the next two years. Um, or he's holding out and just gonna he's gonna land a major university gig because what he's done at Ohio State as defensive coordinator, then going to Cincinnati and just making them a powerhouse like right away. Um, I know he inherited a good squad, but he's a really good coach, and obviously he's getting recruits in as well. To be yeah, you can have good talent, but that doesn't mean you can coach it. That's for sure. Exactly, and that that was the whole thing that that Grom was saying yesterday about Franklin. Right. I mean, great recruiter, but just not really using it to his advantage sometimes. So I like Fickle as sort of that that next guy that could sort of get over the hump and, and either take over a big college team or I could see him trying trying it in the NFL. Any plans for the weekend? No, just hoping to take in the Masters. I have a birthday party to go to for my niece, but other than that, uh, hoping I can watch the Masters. Cheering for anyone or what you got your money on? So I'm on Dustin Johnson on the FanDuel promo. So he's hanging in there. He's leading right now. Um, not fully through the second round yet, but he's in contention. I threw a live bet on Kepka when he caught a little fire today. 
and that's really it as far as like outright winners. Um, I liked Bubba early. I liked Matt Wolf early. Um, Bubba's going to make the cut, I think. Wolf is probably going to miss the cut. But um, those are the, the the three or four names that I'm thinking about. Final thoughts on Friday the 13th for me. Uh, just let's keep the mo going, man. I With the two unit, I need that to, to keep rising in the standings. I'm trying to work myself back to 500. Could be a big week for you, Fermi. You do that, that's going to put you all the way up to 18 and 20. And if I can at least get two wins here, I'll stay at 500. I'd love a 3-0. I don't think we either of us have had a 3-0 or or a 4-0 week, have we, Fermi? We haven't. Not this year. I mean, we've done it in the past, of course, but we we have not run the run the slate clean this week this year. So um, no time like the present. Man. Let's no, get that's right. And you know, they say that that you you know your due is not true, but maybe not this week, everyone. One more time for the good of the order. Both of us over for UNC Wake Forest. I've got it at sixty seven. Fermi has it at sixty six and a half. I'm on that over for Texas Tech Baylor. Over for Florida, Arkansas. Fermi's on the over for Notre Dame, Boston College, and Georgia Southern. Two unit play for the big Fermi, minus nine and a half over Texas State. Ladies and gentlemen, that's two anonymous gambler podcasts in the week. I'd love to give them to you every day. As soon as I have more time, I might think about it. But until then, remember our number one rule it's only a problem when you're losing. Have a great weekend, everyone, and we'll see you guys next week.